And welcome back to Share Truth, Apply Scripture. I am your host, Teddy James. Uh, you're going to hear me called TJ by these wonderful people, Jordan yeah. and Cedra. <laughs> I'm going to try that. Cedra Sarton. You did it. I am so Good proud. Good job. I am so proud. So we are talking about how do we uh, speak to people who are uninterested in the gospel, mm-hmm. um, and how can we... I guess kind of get their gears turning. Is that a good way right. to put it, guys? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> um, so the, in the last segment, we kind of ended with how do we respond to those who are uninterested in the gospel? And to me, that's one of the biggest obstacles because we do have so many distractions. Mm-hmm. We do, especially as young people. I remember being a teenager thinking I was Superman and, you know, oh, death yeah. was a long way off. I didn't really have to think about it. <laughs> um, but we do have to think about it. Mm-hmm. We are going to die. And there is a life or a death after we die. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so that is something very real that we have to consider. If you missed any of that, let me encourage you, go to engagemagazine.net slash podcast. We've got all of it there. So let's do this. Um, because there are people, I think when we say that people are, are uninterested because they're distracted, that's one approach. But then there are genuinely those who have never really right. stopped to think about their death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that we can do to kind of help, I don't want to say, like, put in their face, hey, you're going to die. Like, you don't just shake them, <laughs> yeah. right? But there are some things, I think, that we can do, and I think one of those things is we constantly point them to the Scriptures. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think mm-hmm. that's where you start, um, because that's the Word, you know, it's the Word of God. This is this is square one. Mm-hmm. This is where all of this truth comes from, and to start anywhere else, it would be counter, counterproductive. <laughs> yeah. Um there again, I, I think we have to realize that this is going to take time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I Here's the thing. I used to be a youth pastor um, in a couple of different churches, and I would have parents that would come up to me, and they would say, you know, my, my kid is just not interested. They just don't care. Mm-hmm. And I would say, well, you know, when, when they're home, they play video games, they watch movies, they talk to their friends. When do they have time to stop and think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, real, and I'm not yeah. knocking any of those things. Right. I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. I still find myself incredibly distracted, but we have to cultivate, especially if we're talking parents to kids, we have to find a way to cultivate a culture of thinking within our homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's that's we, that's one of those things we never really think about, especially in light of presenting the gospel. Mm-hmm. But if we never build time into our family structure for kids to think, yeah. then how would we expect them to be able yeah. to think? And I think there's there's two two um, two things in there. I can't mm-hmm. word right now. But <laughs> so Jordan is on cold medicine right now. <laughs> well, I need to be on cold medicine right now. That's the thing. But um, anyway, uh, cultivating a cult a culture of of um, what was the word you thinking? used? Thinking. Thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing that I can't do right now. Um, <laughs> uh, you need to have a, a, an atmosphere that you can ask any question. There's that no forbidden important. question, mm-hmm. you know, and that means that you as a parent or you as the older brother or sister or whatever, um, you're equipped to answer those questions, honestly, and not afraid to say, I don't know the answer, let's learn this together. Mm-hmm. That is one of the most powerful answers I've ever been given. Mm. I have yeah. no idea what you're asking. Let's go find somebody and ask them. Yeah, exactly. Don't Google. Mm. Don't <laughs> don't rely on Almighty Google. Go and ask your pastor. I actually had some of the best conversations that I ever had with my pastor growing up mm. is when my dad would take me to him and we'd sit down in his living room or we'd go fishing together because we were just cool like that. Mm-hmm. And we would sit down and dad would say, so 
TJ had a really interesting question that I don't know how to answer. Yeah. TJ, ask him. And so we would have these these super long conversations because uh-huh. one question would lead to another would lead to another. So build that culture into your mm-hmm. home and and make it make it known uh, to your kids that there are no questions that are mm-hmm. off limits. Yeah. Um, so all right, moving on to the next thing, and this is one where we're probably going to be spending a lot of time. People are uninterested in the gospel because they think that they're okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you you guys watch Ray Comfort at yeah. all. I'm, All right. Yeah. I've seen that. I like the way Ray Comfort mm-hmm. does this. He'll go to somebody and he'll say, Cedra, do, do you think you're a good person? I think I'm a great person. Uh, absolutely. That's why I asked you. And so <laughs> then he'll say, All right, have you ever told a lie? Oh, now she's a little silent. Have you ever lusted? Oh, well, now we're a little more quiet. Okay. Have you ever taken something that's not yours? Yeah. If you're looking, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm using an engaged pen. Did that you take I that love. from my office? I Maybe. Um, I'm not going to say where I got it from. But I will say this. I take these home all the time, mm-hmm. and I, I leave them in restaurants and things. Part of it's marketing. But it's still. It, yeah. People could say that's stealing. I've taken something that's not mine. Mm. By admitting just those three things, it means you're a lying, thieving adulterer. Mm-hmm. You're not a nice person. Right, yeah. You're not a good person. Mm-hmm. But we've bought into this idea that we're okay. And part of the reason for that is we like to choose who we compare ourselves to. Right, yeah. And we compare ourselves to Hitler. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're yeah. just being honest, yeah. we're like, well, I'm not Hitler. We set the, the standards do, so low. <laughs> at least I didn't do that, you know. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah, we could look at anybody that mm-hmm. we know, mm-hmm. and we can say, well, I don't do what they do. Mm-hmm. And they're a Christian, mm-hmm. or at least they call themselves a Christian. Mm-hmm. So if they call themselves a Christians and they do that, then I must be in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Hitler's not your standard. <laughs> <laughs> and TJ neither is, is... TJ is not my standard. Right. <laughs> right. Not for most things. Jordan, <laughs> is, Jordan, you're not my standard. Oh, okay. you, no, I love you guys. You are great. But yeah. that's yeah. when you got to look at it. Who is your standard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who are you comparing think, yourself to? I think there's another side to that. Um, because some people say, well, yeah, I lied and I stole. And, you know, I've, I've looked at people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I mean, that just makes me human. That's not bad or good. I'm just, it's just, you know, normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to give them the other side of that. What do you have that they want? You know, what do they see anything in you that is desirable that they say, I want the relationship with Christ that that person has mm-hmm. rather than, oh, I, I am this, this thing, you know. What, what is the passage, uh, I believe it's First Peter, where, where Peter is talking about the life of the Christian, and he says it is the aroma of mm. life to yeah. life and the aroma of death to death. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our lives should be that. For those that, that Christ is, is drawing, our lives should be an aroma of life to them. Mm-hmm. And I think too often people could look at us and say, well, they do the, the mm-hmm. same thing I do, and yeah. they call themselves a Christian, so I'm okay. And to go back, Cedra, to what you were talking about, our standard is Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christ is the standard of holiness, and we don't we don't match up to that. Right. Yeah. Mm-mm. You are listening to Share Truth Apply Scripture on the radio, and hopefully on YouTube. If you aren't, you can find our YouTube channel by going to EngageMagazine.net and finding the link there. Um, please 
please watch us and subscribe. We really, <laughs> we really want this to work. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? Uh, always, you're more than welcome to leave us a comment if you think, mm-hmm. if you've got an idea for a program, uh, we are always looking for ideas. We love questions. Uh, so you can do that on our YouTube channel. You can yeah. leave us a comment on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can email us, engagefaq at afa.net. Mm-hmm. So we know that the standard is Christ, and we know that there are people who say, well, I think I'm going to be okay. Right. And and by the way, anybody watch the original, like the good um, Charlie or Willy oh. Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Oh, yes. Uh, yes. It was such a long time ago. Okay, long time ago. But there's this <laughs> one scene where the bratty girl gets up. She wants the golden, the goose that lays the golden egg, right? Yeah. And she gets up, she's singing her song, and she stands up on the scale, and the needle goes, and she's bad. She's a bad egg. And she gets <laughs> shot, shot down the chute, right? Oh, uh, yeah. That's I don't care how good you think you are. Mm-hmm. You're not good. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we, we are, Ravi Zachariah says all the time, we're not sinners because we sin. Mm-hmm. We sin because we're sinners. Right. Mm. Ever since Adam fell, we inherited a sinful nature. We are sinful. And and as we've talked in previous episodes, one sin, one single solitary mm. sin is a betrayal of our perfect and good God. And one sin is worthy of eternity in hell. Mm. I encourage you to go back and listen to that. We'll put a link to that episode uh, on engagemagazine.net slash podcast because we've only got a few minutes and I want to get this. People are uninterested in the gospel because they think that all roads lead to heaven. Hmm. This is very popular, especially by people like Oprah. Yeah. I was going to say it, and then I thought, no. I have no problem saying it. She says it on her program. I'm going to say it on mine. Those who say (laughs) that all roads lead to heaven do not understand the gospel. Right. If they have anything, it's a false gospel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What does Jesus say? I am the way, the, the truth, truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. Yeah. There is one way. And here's the thing. God created the world. God created heaven. He gets to decide how people come. Yeah. And it's not stingy. There's a way to come. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there is a way. God, God would have been just as good and just if he did not provide a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's generous. Yeah. Right. He's merciful, and he's kind, and he did provide a way. And we need to realize that. All right. We've only got three minutes, and i got a really big question for us. Okay. In light of all of these things, because if you've noticed, what we've not done is say, okay, here's 12 steps to make your friend, to make your child interested in the gospel. Okay? There's a reason for that. Those things don't work. Okay? Um, And and Engage is never going to be the type to say, here's your formula Mm -hmm. for guaranteed Mm -hmm. success. What we will do is say, here's some principles. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're principles that you can trust, and they're principles that you can apply. So in light of these things that do distract, the reasons that people are uninterested in the gospel, how can we as believers respond to those Mm. in our lives who are just simply uninterested in the gospel? Um. I don't know. The the thing about it is ones who are uninterested usually don't have a formed opinion of a mm-hmm. Christian, and this is your chance just through your actions, through yeah, your words, exactly. to show them what a real Christian is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And if they see that, if they see the way that you care about them and the way you love them, mm-hmm. um, they're gonna be, they're gonna wonder why. They're gonna wonder why you're the way you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's key: um, living out Christ in front of them because he is, he is attractive. He doesn't need to be made attractive. Mm-hmm. He is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's the infinite God. There's nothing boring about that. Um, and I think, 
um, also being willing to uh, being willing to talk. And I know that sounds very simple, but it is really hard to talk to somebody who's not who's not interested, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially if somebody's close to you, because I mean, you don't want that awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm saying this for me too, because that that's something I struggle with a lot. But being willing to talk and having a eternal mindset, knowing that this is a soul you're dealing with, this isn't just you know, something nice for them to do and they really need to do it because it's not polite to not do it, mm-hmm. you know, not, not polite to not be interested in Jesus, but it's their soul you're, you're dealing with. And it's a, that's a, that's an amazing responsibility. Yeah. Uh, and one other thing too, is just be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite responses of somebody, uh, went to a, a pastor that I know and they were just kind of talking about a, a problem that they had and they were wondering like, why, why am I doing this? Why am I going through this? Pastor just looked at him and said, because you're lost. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, how many people do you know that would say, yeah. the issue here is not what you see. The issue here is that you don't know Christ, mm. is that yeah. you have not repented of your sin. You have not repented and believed um, as Christ commands in his very first sermon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we want to encourage you, if you have those who are uninterested in the gospel, Live the gospel out in front of them. Live it every day. If you want encouragement, if you want uh, questions on how to answer worldview, you can always find it at engagemagazine.net where we seek to share truth and apply scripture every day. We'll see you next week.